Well, well, well. Well, 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 well. Well, well, well. Is that uh, the hives? We well, it. well, well. Is it, what? Wait, what do you mean the hives? Is that the hives? The band? The hives? But what is the? I mean, well, well, well. You don't know the well, well, well song? No. Sorry. This. <laughs> this what does it go? Uh, oh, hang on. Let me. I'm gonna. He goes well, well, well. <laughs> What's it called? I don't know. I think it's called well, well, well. By the hives. Okay. What about the heises? Because that's what I spelled in there. So their no. big hit was "Hate to Say I Told You So." Right, but this this song is off uh, the album before. Maybe it's off that album. I think it's like the first track or second track. Well, 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 well. Die, all right, main offender. The hives introduced the metro system in time. Are you? I'm, just, the... I'm just trying to read off. Uh, Veni Vidi Vicious, Vicious is the the one. That's the one. I'm not seeing a well, well, well. <laughs> and I really wish I was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you memory. know what? They have a track called Tick, Tick, Boom. <laughs> no, that one goes Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom. Like the uh, Oscar-nominated musical starring Andrew Garfield. Tick, Tick, Boom. All right. This time, going to let it all out. <laughs> going to do things my way. <laughs> that's, that's not a, that's not Tick, Boom. That's a Fred Durst. Ah. Uh... A real hero. That's a Fred Durst. I would see. I saw Limp Biscuit in uh, 1997 at their Family Values. To, you uh, saw him 97. So this is pre like them blown up. This is no, 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 no. This yeah. is them blowing up. Maybe 90, it was 99 then. 90 it was not, probably 99. I saw them in 99 too. Who was they, they were the headliner? It was Corn and no. Limp you saw them in like 98 before Faith came out. But Nookie had come out. Oh, yeah. You definitely <laughs> didn't see him pre. Because the Family Values Tour in 99, the headliner was Limp Biscuit. I'll never forget. I went to Worcester, Massachusetts. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I went to Worcester, Massachusetts, the Worcester Centrum Center, to see the Family Values Tour. And the opening act was Stained back when <laughs> yeah, their, yeah. Only, their, their big hit then was Mud Shovel. It was so... they were. That was like the b- most boring beginning to that show i thought stain fucking rocked back then really yeah uh, that was like that you know later they had <laughs> sort of the aggro thing going on with them like the you know acoustic and the thing but i thought much of it was cool much of all much of all you can take my anger Welcome to Bundle Buddies. This is a podcast where we play indie games from HIO and elsewhere. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Taylor-Roth. And our producer is Matthew Haddock. We were inspired to play through the H.IO Bundle for Racial Justice and Equality when it was launched in June 2020. It raised over $8 million for charitable causes. We now play through that bundle, other bundles, and other games that celebrate the spirit of indie gaming and social justice. This is episode 59. Wow. We have played a hundred, uh, uh, 175 of the 3,451 games in our bundles, and we promise to play all of them. Thank you uh, for joining us today. You're welcome, Alex. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so excited to be excited. here. Excited. I'm excited. 
Um, uh, this, uh, this week's episode is with Brian Biancardi and, uh, you weren't on it. I don't think I'm not on it. I'm not on this um, you, guys, okay. so not, that's, you, you got Brian yeah. on and you said, you know what, Alex, sit the bus that went out, buddy. Yeah. We said, Hey man, you've had, you played too many video games. Take yeah. a, you need to, you need to take keys. a freaking chill pill at this point. <laughs> well, what's funny is I actually, over the weekend deleted a bunch of games from my computer. I'm only doing bundle games and like uh, switch games for the next like month, I decided. Nice. I'm gonna take a, a break from the, the toxic stuff that poisons my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's usually a good thing. I mm-hmm. think uh, healthy um, consumption habits are very important. And that's so because far. Warhammer Three came out, the uh, <laughs> Total War game, and I was like, I I played it probably 16 hours over the weekend. I was just like, Jesus Whoa. Christ, I need to step, oh, wow. I need to step back from this. Okay, well, good for you. That, but that sounds incredible. It was really I'm fun. Jealous. It was really fun. <laughs> uh, this week's cause is the LGBT Center Los Angeles. Since 1969, the Los Angeles LGBT Center has cared for, championed, and celebrated LGBT individuals and families in Los Angeles and beyond. Today, the center's nearly 800 employees provide service for more LGBT people than any other organization in the world, offering program services and global advocacy that span for broad categories, health, social services, uh, and housing, culture, and education, leadership, and advocacy. LALGBTcenter.org at, or at LALGBT Center on Twitter. Uh, we've donated to them. If you donate, send proof to Bundle Buddies Podcast at gmail.com. We'll shout you out on the show. I'm excited to hear this episode, Eric. Me too. I can't. Me too. I, 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 wonder, I wonder what happens. I wonder what goes down. What do the what are the what do the animals do when they're running the zoo? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. We it, it's fun. It's a good time. You're gonna love it. We'll see. We'll see. And so will you. And we'll see you again after the show. <laughs> Welcome to the Bundle Buddies podcast. You don't do that. You've been on the podcast one time. You don't get welcome. to you don't get to welcome the International Bundle Buddies podcast. <laughs> is that the voice? Well, this is wildly disrespectful. <laughs> the NFL bundle. I okay. Here I will give you the um, the full spectrum of what I know that's happening in the NFL right now. The NFL is this a National Football League podcast? Is that um, the the oh I'm, it, it'll be totally out of the Super Bowl probably will have already happened by the time this podcast comes out. But um, oh sick! But Tom Brady is retiring. What thoughts? <laughs> uh, oh man. <laughs> it's a sad moment for football fans. I tell you what, <laughs> but a happy moment for kindness on earth. <laughs> Did people really plumb the uh, possibilities of like Tom Brady as a as a member of the Brady Bunch? Is that something like SNL did at any point? Uh, over twenty over the past twenty two years, they've had the opportunity to. So I can only imagine that it has actually happened. It it's like the the rule about porn. If um, if uh, I, if it ex- I'm like my I was what? like this joke sucks. I'm I'm not gonna, you're, talking, you're talking about rule thirty four. That if it exists, yes. then SNL has done a Brady Bunch parody of it. That was the joke that I was. Yeah, exactly. My brain was just sort of like, nah, 
I'm not gonna. Oh. I'm lying down. Maybe I should sit up for this one. What do you, What do you think? What I'll ask the I'll ask the the tough question. What do you think is the saddest Tom Brady out, possible outcome? I don't like. I don't know. I again. I'm football is not, this is not a football right. podcast. What do you mean? Right, that's, but I'm sad. Like, like, like. What if he started? Like, that's what I I try to think with celebrities now. Like, is it sad if they start streaming on Twitch? Like, that's kind of my barometer. Oh, oh like that's funny. I You're think talking about where he question. goes, where he goes in terms of his career, yeah. like, media wise. You think Twitch stream him streaming? Uh, <laughs> him streaming well, what's like Among Us or something <laughs> on Twitch? What's, or he just, like, what if he ends up just streaming like the game that was like popular two years ago? Like he's just always two years behind. Just like found out about this uh, this crazy goat simulator game. <laughs> That'd be kind of. That'd be cool. <laughs> would be, that would be cool. I was thinking much more sad. Like he really tries to get into like, I, like some kind of first person shooter and he's like really bad. How much do you want to bet Michael Jordan <laughs> has gotten into like some shit like Rocket League or Apex Legends and is just sort of like so pit. Like he probably like clocks like 30 hours a week just trying to like get his shot better. Maybe. I mean, I just think it's too hard. I think it's, yeah. like, I, that's just, I feel like he gets his rocks off, like betting millions of dollars on like baseball games and stuff. Right. Yeah. Isn't that, I isn't think that his problem? And he's too bad. He's like, I, it's like, I don't think it does anything for him. Like this generate, like the young generation of NBA players now, like they'll be on Twitch when they're like 45 and like screaming at because 12 year olds. They've just been playing video games. Sorry. Yeah. They, they've been yeah. playing. Yeah, and they'll still that to them is like still comp- they're good at competing at that at least. Yeah, yeah. He he could be playing like skee ball really hard. <laughs> oh, dude, I bet, what's the alternative? I would hate to be in a like situation where I'm hanging out with Michael Jordan and um and he gets really angry at me playing skee ball. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be it'd be pretty messed up. <laughs> What, what are you anyway what, what are you hi brian hi thing? all right look let's let me i guess it's my uh, we got brian b on the podcast Welcome to the Buddies we podcast. don't have alex on it so this is just gonna be a little freewheeling we got matt <laughs> producer matt matt the matt hatter i'm taking Haddock. over um it's his uh it's his takeover uh, uh brian we had you yeah. on the podcast, uh, like maybe the second episode. Maybe yeah, the it was first early episode, pretty mm-hmm. early on. Yeah, and um, I don't remember a single goddamn thing you said. So <laughs> we could we could redo that entire pod, and it would be fresh content for me at least. That was isn't it kind of crazy to think back of like um, when this would have been what was it may pandemic style july it was probably like july July or august yeah 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 that feels like such a different era i was like i still think that i like because right have you talked about how you 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 have a new pc and you're you know really using it to the fullest extent (laughs) oh have you are you being sarcastic about how i'm really using it uh, uh, for I yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've well we've they've they've gotten the whole saga so they've gotten to hear like okay, you know it not we're, we're down we're down to the nitty gritty he's telling us about the specific the specifications of seven hundred watt power, power source did I tell you about how I got this bad boy in the other day oh, I mean like man. <laughs> I replaced a power source on my PC like I feel like a fucking I could do anything like I've got I have this old shitty car 
and um the like there's lights going off there's electrical problems all over inside of that thing yeah. and now i'm like driving in that car and i'm kind of looking at it like i could probably i could probably figure this shit out <laughs> <laughs> i replaced you got one the keys, power you got source the on a computer yeah, yeah it just like for a thing that was basically pre-built and i just had to like you know take out put yeah. in um, but I feel I feel so powerful at this point. You built a PC early on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost two years ago. That's what I can't believe. It's like I'm still, you know, you know, running on this bad boy, which has like nothing even that crazy. But it's like I was like, wow, you know, my PC still going. I'm like, damn, it's two years old. I'm like, does this thing suck now? Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I'm I'm at the same. So I, I'm two years in because I also built one right at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm. I don't even want to look. I don't want to look because like it's fine. Like it's running the games I want to play, but yeah. I know that as soon as I start comparing it to like numbers I don't understand that are higher, I'm going to freak out. I would be like, "Oh, it's seven, eight now." I, I like, only have. I hate four. this part of this culture. You know, I hate this part of like gaming culture, or whatever. And now I'm like in it, and I'm kind of like, like I have to like refrain from asking, like, "Oh, what kind of graphics card?" you're using it there because i i don't a i don't know like if you say anything other than the one that i own i'll be like oh <laughs> and also it's <laughs> who gives a shit what a fucking i don't hey 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 i bet people that listen to this podcast like this kind of thing which means it which gives us all the more reason to fucking lay into it he's <laughs> fucking if you're listening and you like this shit you fucking nerd um, no i don't it's it's fine for people i <laughs> i just don't it's uh, you know whatever it's man. tough it's tough it's like unless you really like you have to really like it you have to really have like the expendable income and just like be down to like that's the, my boss um relinquished to me like a an oculus rift first gen mm-hmm. oculus rift and like the PC to go with it, he just was like, oh, "I never plugged this in or turned it on. <laughs> you can just have this." Cool. <laughs> and Not it so had, bad. It had a GTX 1070 in it, which I was like, "I think that's kind of close to mine." Okay. Which is a GTX 1660 Super. Okay. Really getting into the, really getting the nitty gritty for you fucking nerds out there. Um, uh-huh. So that was so it came out when Oculus. It was like the top of the line when the first Oculus came out. I yeah, yeah, like it's, yeah, and it's an older graphics card. But I was like, "Oh, this is like it almost makes sense to swap my graphics card out for this, the one that's in this like Lenovo pre-built." That came okay, and I was like, "But I was just kind of like, I don't wanna." <laughs> I don't wanna do that. Actually, at this point, all I want to do is pop graphics cards in and out. Like I'm like. <laughs> I can do it. I know I, I can do it. Um, yeah. Oh, I'd come over there. I pop. I pop that thing out. Right, well, just, this bad boy needs a graphic. It's like anything. It's like it's like you know, it's like people like putting cars together, and it's like you don't even care about driving it. You just like the feeling of getting that thing to fit in. You're like yeah. getting your hands all dirty, getting grease all over your hands. I actually you know, I did have two friends fun. come over mm. to help me like do this power source this weekend. And it mm. did feel very much like one of my friends, it was like, like had done <laughs> this before, had built a PC before. And the other one is just like a very competent person. And so he'd got yeah. there and he would just sort of look at it and be like, Oh, uh huh. He's like, he's never like touched a computer in this way before right but he was like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. just sort of like, he just he just knows the way things fit together i mean like he's done right. a lot of like you know like youtube to like you know he like rebuilt his house like you know what i mean like oh. just sort of like one of those competent people yeah he's like you trying to start a pencil factory <laughs> i got you i don't get it 
<laughs> no, 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 man. You know that's exactly. Man, you're right. I get it. Yeah, you're right. He just got one of these guys. He knows all how to do everything. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Pencil factory stuff. He can start uh, any kind of shit. Brian, um, yeah. have you have you so have you fucked around on the Oculus? Do you I need have. A, that's, do you need that's, a Facebook account to get into the Oculus? You that's a do really actually. Good question. You do actually have to like. When I was setting it up, it's like, oh, you have to connect your Facebook account, and I was like, wow. this is so fucking. This is so weird, and it's yeah. like because I didn't know anything. I got this stuff, and I was like, I think I might just sell all of this, and I was like, you know, <laughs> let me. I sold the PC. Okay. Um, because you know. You can sure. shout out to you know supply chain problems and you know, <laughs> and but the Oculus was like hey, let me just set it up and see and so I set it up you have to connect your Facebook account but then you, with this one you do since you hook it up to your computer you can play through Steam so you can oh, play fine. pretty much any you know and so I'm so glad I kept it like Did VR you fu- have you fucked awesome. have you fucked around with it yeah what have you played. Oh. I have played, that's kind of what was funny about getting psyched up to do the pod this week. Cause I was like, I'm like playing Half-Life Alex, which is <laughs> unbelievable. I am Joe. I'm so envious. Dude, so it, envious. I've never played any of the Half-Life games too. So I don't even know what the fuck anybody's talking about. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, I just met some alien guy and he's doing magic. And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can make stuff float in the air. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> Wait, r- really quickly. Do you have any sense? Do you have, do you have any desire to play through the Half-Life games after? Half-Life? I kind of, I at least want to watch a lore video. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't mind at this point. It, like, have you guys ever found like I do that? I, I did that recently with Bloodborne where I was like, I don't really want to play this, but I want to know the lore. <laughs> yeah. Like the world is like so rich, but like, yeah, the game itself is so cumbersome. And like, yeah, no, I I feel like I've done that a few times. Yeah. Like in Half-Life. Life. Yeah. I'm like, people are probably like, oh, you got to dude, you got to play. And I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how how like Half Life like I tried that with Half Life One because I jumped into the series with Half Life Two and had a similar experience and went back to the first one and I've like played like every like remake they've like fan made remakes and all these things and it wow. just doesn't quite I've tried to get into it I never beat any of those games but yeah. I've tried to like understand the lore because I appreciated the second so much but yes. I wonder how the second actually uh, stacks up or like how it um how it's fared given its age. Um, I mean, I'll tell you how half how Alex stacks up, having not played on any of the other ones, is that it's incredible. Yeah, that's what is so. so what is what does the VR uh, do for you? Like, because I haven't, I've only played. I I fucked around on like a you know PS4 with like VR stuff, maybe at like this point, like four years ago or something. So like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of my last VR experience. What's um. How does it feel like playing a first person shooter like in VR? What does that what does that do for you? It's like it's just so much more real. Like where you know, like when you're playing any other kind of first person shooter, it's like things can get scary and like mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of why I sort of shied away from first person shooters as a kid. Mm-hmm. Until like it got into like Halo and Halo 2 time. Sure. Just cuz they I get so I get really scared. I get so <laughs> <Yeah>. scared. <laughs> yeah, no, that that makes sense. In so a way like, that, like, you really, d- I have not, I don't get scared like that playing, like, you know, other, like, like watching horror movies. I mean, like, some horror movies can get you there, but like, this is like, 
there's a part like in the basically the intro for Alex where it's like they sh- like a guy shocks you with a stun gun and you're like oh <laughs> it's, it's so freaky. visceral yeah. yeah you know it's funny thinking about like I have a similar thing with horror movies like I have to like decide to be scared by a horror movie you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I have to yeah. like be willing to suspend a little bit of my I don't know understanding of what's the production and things like that and like that's its own process video games I it's I can't do that. Like I played through, what was it? Resident Evil seven, which is all first person. And you know, it's legitimately like, it's not just the perspective that's uh, like scary, scary. It's just, it's trying to scare you. It's like actually like doing whatever it can to make you feel (laughs) so afraid. And like, no matter how much you're like, nah, you know, they designed this. This is all just like, this is artificial. You are so wrapped up in it in a way you aren't with movies. So yeah, quality. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I had Brian and I played Apex Legends the other day, uh, yeah. and his heart—he like kept being like, "My heartbeat is going, man." <laughs> it happens because, oh, like, yeah. if, if you want to be good at it, you have to believe in it. You know, you, there's true. no like, there's no being good at a game like that without immersing yourself like in it. Or deciding to be immersed by it. It's so funny being like, you know, 20 minutes into something, you're the last two teams. And then like my wife will be like, oh, you know, I like the wallpaper is kind of cool. What do you think? Like, it's just like we're in a normal like there's nothing really high stakes going on in the like actual universe around me. Mm -hmm. But it's like this is the most stakes ever. I'm about to like fall in lava and somebody (laughs) is shooting me in the head. I don't have time to talk about wallpaper. Uh, thank well, God a- for Camille, though, because the wallpaper looks fucking tight. We just got some new nice. wallpaper. And, Dude, uh, nice. It's <laughs> nice to have a person that does not. She's She is like not at all invested in these alternate realities. <laughs> she's pretty She's pretty here. You need Good. someone once we get into the metaverse. You need we need people custodians of the uh, you know the the rooms we put our computers in. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Did you guys see about those cows they put in VR? No. Yeah, there's some like like a Dutch farmer or something like that who was like putting VR headsets on cows and uh, they made better milk or something like that. It calmed them better down. Milk? Yeah. Oh. oh, they're 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 like tricking the cows into into just like yeah. They put the cows in uh, in Half Life, and the cow was fucking around. <laughs> the cow got up on on two legs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, help me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's funny. Like VR. I'm very curious. I have. I played a few things here and there like i played demos of vr games but i have never played through a game in vr um how do you feel do you feel like it is like immediately grabs you in a way that like regular gaming looking at a monitor or tv doesn't like what's your kind of yeah like i don't know how do you accessed it it's definitely especially with alex alex is so overwhelmed it's like from the moment you start like right where they drop you in it's like even like I played through it. My roommate played through it. And like, you just it's funny watching another person do it because it's like, you're like, oh yeah, I did the same thing. And it's like, it's so immersive. And like all the physics work so well that you could just like, even for the first little bit, you're just like, oh, can I throw this off this balcony? And it's like, yeah, I can do that. And it's like, <laughs> you know, oh, you can turn this radio on. It's like, whoa, I can't believe I can turn a radio. 
Are you playing mouse and keyboard or are you controlling? No, no, it's all it, for Alex. It's like they have these, they have like touch controllers. Whoa. So you have like these controllers that like, you know, basically act like hands. <sighs> I love uh, it. Brian's about con- to convince me to spend like $800 on some. Dude, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Dude, we'll, we'll start a Bundle Buddies VR, like an offshoot that's just VR. <laughs> VR. Games. It's, oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> After Alex playing, isn't like, allowed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Um, yeah, Alex is out. Alex doesn't listen to these episodes anyway, so like <laughs> you, you, we can say whatever the fuck. We can do whatever okay, we yeah. want. But I, I do want to, like, because, you know, thinking about even the way people have become so, like, uh, immersed or obsessed with, um, like, Twitch streams and watching other people play games, it's, like, it's hard mm-hmm. to sort of, explain to somebody why you don't just watch a game like there is something to actually controlling it yeah. and i imagine if in vr like that like you're saying like the sense of control is so one-to-one that you're yeah like there it's so much different than just watching like i've watched it, people play that alex game and i have just no it just looks like a you know weird clunky first person shooter to me yeah like strange. you can't yeah. watch it, with this stuff too it's like there's just no th- yeah there's no way to like replicate like what you're you know because I've even been to... Have, have you guys heard of 2-Bit Circus? That place that's in downtown in LA. Yeah, um, the like the arcade bar? Yeah, it's like an arcade bar and they have a bunch of like VR experiences. Oh. And I did, I did one that's like... It's like a platform. You have a headset and a platform and then like a... Basically like a turret. Okay. And then you, you know, you basically like go through this kind of like rails system where you're shooting stuff in there and you, you have like two triggers that fire like like hands or something basically but then they fire hands yeah they're like fists or something where you have to like oh, okay. punch stuff sure. you know it's like okay. a, but then the platform moves and they shoot like air and hot air oh at you. i love that i think that so that stuff i love so much that's the kind of thing where i'm like uh now that i have it i'm like i can't believe it, it's definitely not that this is like a, a total like VR sales pitch, but it's like I just didn't know what I was missing. I now, how much of that is just this, or and how much of that is just the pornog you're looking at through that, babe? Oh, yeah. this is all included. This is like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is all to say this. It all goes back to rule number thirty-five: VR. Porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gonna ruin our lives. <laughs> um. I had a. I'm gonna gear shift a little bit because because um, oh, yeah. so anytime we have like a guest on again, it kind of like fucks with the entire like format of the show, right? Because we've already sort of talked about like games you played growing up. Do I remember any of them? Absolutely not. But uh, that's like the usual like kind of convo. Um, oh, yeah. We don't want to bore our guests, right? For the completionists, <laughs> for the bundle buddy completionists. Uh, they don't need to hear this again. But okay, yeah. so, but so we played a game that we'll talk about in a little bit, um, Volo Air Sport, and it it reminded oh, yeah. me of a genre of game that I feel like was like super popular, and uh, super popular like when I was like thirteen or whatever, and that is like the snowboarding video game did you guys play snowboarding mm-hmm. did you guys ever play like bust a move or did you yeah. ever play any of those yes. games bust a move growing up. is that what it was called do you remember or... bust a move 
Oh, I think a Busted Groove. Oh, tricky. That's what I. That's what yeah. I. Busted Move is the bubble one. That's right. Yes. I was thinking. Right. I was thinking like some, you know, like eighties, nineties, like hip hop jam. <laughs> Have you ever played? Uh, Can I kick it? The, uh, yeah. <laughs> the fantastic um yeah dude i was obsessed with uh, yeah. yeah same i really loved like anything great you know like there's something about yeah like racing games and sort of like pilot wings that shit was i mean that's not really like as much of like the the snowboard game well i was thinking i what i was thinking was i just dropped my wedding ring which is you never want to drop your wedding ring um i what i was thinking was like there's something specific to like a downhill race that yeah. like is, I don't know what it is. Like even in GTA five, like you have these like, you know, like cycling, like downhill race games. And there's like, hmm. it's, it's very different to like the circle racing games. I've got nothing to really say about them. But <laughs> well, they, I think they figured out even like in the Mario Kart series, like the fact that they have some of those, like they have like, what like two or three like just downhill it's not laps it's like you're going oh like, like a slalom the best, kinda, the yeah. best damn levels too they're, they're the so fun yeah, yeah 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 no and like uh, yeah there's something per- particular about that i mean even if you're if you not even talking about video games like that style of sports thing versus like a circuit based like thing where you repeat something just like has to do with the the physics of something, right? And like yeah. how you get to, so it's like, it's though I, I like the, the, I guess, what is it we call like a linear versus like a circular sort mm-hmm. of sport. Like they are the, they're so fun. And like, I, I, man, I, I played so much of SSX and yeah. pilot wings as well. Like pilot wings is actually one. Okay. That, wait, like, so what's, what was pilot pilot wings? Uh, Pilot Wings was a, it was like a, an all there. It started, it was first on Super Nintendo and it was like, there were multiple air sports you could engage with. There was like Mm -hmm. parasailing and, uh, hover gliding, skydiving. Yeah. yeah. The six, I didn't play much of the Super Nintendo one. It's like really hard to play. It's hard. Yeah. It's on the virtual console for like on Switch now, and it's like I've tried to play it, and I'm like, this doesn't. Work. <laughs> it's like all of those games that use that chip. The uh, what was that chip called? The Tur- Turbo Graphics X chip, yeah. where it like had mm-hmm. that really cool. It tricked you into thinking there was 3D going on by throwing like this yeah. these crazy geometric pixels at you. But um, it is impossible to play. The 64 one though, fucking rocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's yeah, there's just you just basically like do these weird tasks like you have to go through certain hoops and you have to like take pictures of certain things and it's really just like an ex- i remember the 64 one was felt like a uh i don't know like a like a tech demo to like show off the mm-hmm. 3d it was, uh, was a yeah. title yeah, yeah i think it was a 64 launch title and it was like you yeah you were like you know there were only like four games so you're like yeah i'll fucking play pilot wing 64 like i just <laughs> got this thing like <laughs> The music is so good. Like you, like you could just sit in that game and listen to the music. The bird, like remember, was it Birdman? There was a, there was a character named Birdman, I think, and it was like the unlockable sport, and it was a flapping guy. Oh yeah, I think it was called yeah. Birdman. <laughs> Almost as good as the Michael Keaton movie. Uh, but different, different though. My so brother, so different. My yeah. brother and I played a ton of some uh, some snowboarding video game because I think it was like. 
you know, 98, 99, like snowboarding had just gotten into the Olympics, right? Like, you know, skateboarding was like, it was like a big moment for snowboarding. And there were only a few games that my brother got better than me at. And that was one of them. And I just remember him like kicking my ass (laughs) and that being like infuriate. Like, it was just like, no, I'm the older brother. Like it is my job to win these games. Like, what do you do? Like, this is not, this doesn't feel right. He like timed his jump. I don't know. There there was like some shit where if you popped the jump just right, like you could like, you would spin insane. I don't remember the name of this game though. It's so funny because it's like, you know, when you talk about something like Crash Bandicoot, there's like such an identity to it. And then there's like these other sort of like sportsy games that kind of just, fade because of a lack of like real specificity in some way even though like the memory of like really going downhill on those things and like grinding on a yeah i don't know felt so like, you're, you know, you're speaking to the power of branding <laughs> i mean <laughs> tricky did it <laughs> yeah no it's true yeah. wait um so wait you were playing like on a playstation in, yeah. in 97 98 was it yeah. cool board cool borders oh i think Maybe. it was cool yeah. borders yeah, <gasps> cool, oh, borders. yeah. cool borders was good cool Dude, borders cool was fun borders was tight. Oh i think it was God. the same but jet moto was like uh i think it was the same developer I could be what was that there was like a there was a uh was jet moto the uh the like wave runner kind of game the like exactly yeah, yeah oh i played the shit out of that game that game had so much mountain dew advertising in it it was so <laughs> funny it was so funny to go from like you know the world of like sega and nintendo which i think never really advertised in them to like playstation which was just like you like mountain dew <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's the only that's the brand you remember from that time not the games you just remember the brands that were that was the problem there was too much other branding whereas ssx was all about its own brand we're starting a marketing course Bundle they made, marketing. yeah they made some they must have made some what was what was the jet ski game called wave runner, wave wave runner, runner. 64 yeah damn no that okay whatever the playstation was Whatever. Uh, fucking, fucking whatever. Jet Moto. Jet Moto. Jet Moto. That's the yeah. one. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the yeah, I all I kind of wanted to see if I could set up the what's it called? Volvo? Not Volvo. What is the game? Uh, Volo. 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 Oh, Volo. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wanted to set it up in the VR, but it's like because it has like a VR option and everything, and I was like, this sounds kind of overwhelming. Because like, if did you, you do, do it, play, did you give it a shot? No, because I played, like, I think either the first or second time I played Half-Life Alex, I, I played too much. <laughs> and you get kind of like, it's sort of a lot to sort of get adjusted to the, I was kind of afraid that it would really give me a headache. Yeah. Like a, you know, because that's, it, it does, the game does like a pretty good job of like with the sound design and everything to like kind of mimic flight. And at 2-Bit Circus, they also have like, a vr game where you're like sitting you're like laying horizontally on like a basically like a fly suit and you can like you basically use your body to like float you know to like fly and there's a fan blowing on you so it's like it tricks your mind enough to where like that was okay 
Well, let's, I think actually, since we're already kind of talking about it, I say let's, uh, let's dive into these, these games. What do you guys say? Oh, yeah, for sure. Our first game is Volo Airsport. It's by Ramjet Anvil. Uh, this is Volo Airsport is about the joys of skydiving and the beauty of nature. Try your hand at wingsuits, mm-hmm. either flying as close to the mountains as possible or soaring high and enjoying the view. Flying with the human body is an experience that is fundamentally different from piloting other aircraft. It can be as elegant as it can be clumsy. As such, Volo completely simulates the motion of your body. You can see, hear, and feel the way it interacts with the air around you. Yeah, so it's a pretty, I mean, it's, this this is an interesting game, not just because of the game itself, but because of, like, kind of the, the story that you get sort of right up top as you open it up. But, um... You're just sort of you're like kind of a like a a shape of human limbs yeah. uh, that are pretty like um you know sort of cylindrical and you're dropping down uh in an airsuit into this like beautifully sculpted mountainside with um uh, with air and you're just sort of you're just gliding and that's kind of it that's just sort of the game it's like it's pure, pure vibes. Brian, uh, what'd you think? What'd you think of you can, Volo? Yeah, it's like they have the kind of thing where you can hit the uh, the little loops. You can do the loops and like try and do like a track and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, once I figured out how to get things going with like mouse, you know, with my mouse and everything, I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of fun. But it wasn't, it didn't feel like the controls were like intuitive enough for me to like mm-hmm. really enjoy it. I okay. felt like once I got, I got through like one, like the first hoop and then i got through like i I picked some level that had yeah i don't know what level you guys did but i did one that had like it seemed like the beginner level and then i got through like a hoop that was called like the gauntlet or something so i got through the first one and then i was just kind of like yeah i think i'm good like that feels (laughs) fine i never so i didn't even try to i didn't even i tried zero objectives in the entire thing i didn't even try to like go through any of the did like you get like a little bleep when you went through the hoop no, uh, I, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, here we, you know, it's just sort of like, <laughs> I don't, you know, I just sort of, I just sort of went and I had a good time just kind of like vibing out and, uh, and floating around. Like I spent, yeah. I spent probably, you know, like, I don't know. I spent like a nice amount of time just kind of like drifting and feeling the, feeling the wind <laughs> under my mm-hmm. body. Uh, what about you, Matt? Yeah. You know, I, <clears throat> I um liked this game. I liked well, I, I feel like the physics in it were interesting because I felt like it was somebody who was thinking a lot about how things fall and like thinking a lot about gravity. But I did feel like I, as the player, was controlling in charge of a little bit too much in terms of mm. the way I was falling. Like yeah. it it didn't feel intuitive in the sense of like, okay, if I as I imagine a bodily body or something falling through the sky like you would get a certain amount of glide or be able to i don't know kind of control your trajectory a certain way i i had a lot of trouble like getting into the the flow of the game but as soon as i did it started getting as soon as i realized how little i actually had to do like it's oh, all sure. those kind of yeah. like tiny little adjustments i started having um more fun with it uh yeah you know it's it's it was a 
fun to like play for for a little while. Mm-hmm. I wish there was more built around it. I know there's a bit of a tragic um, end to this story. Well, game. yeah. So I mean, you open it up and there's like you know developer logs or whatever, and the last one or the you know the one that's right on top is like. Hey guys, it's been a six-year ride. Very fun. We love Volo Airsport. We've like dedicated a ton of time into this. It's just three of us though, and we're kind of done. We're sort of like we're closing up shop. Thank you for playing the game. Uh, we're glad you liked it. We've done a bunch with it. Um, that's it. And I think it's now uh, open source. I saw, but it's sort of it. It, it does. It, it is a fascinating kind of thing to like crack open a crack open an experience that is sort of incomplete and also finished you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like like walking into somebody's house where they're like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna finish the roof on this house like but but i can't i can't build it more but i got i gotta i gotta make this house open source yeah yeah and and so it's it, it 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 does feel like kind of like you know walking around or like being able like like playing around in something um like weirdly like sacred you know what i mean like it's just it's Mm -hmm. sort of like un it will go unfinished but and yet it is done right like that's a i don't know and for something that is just so um so much about movement and about this sort of flow and about this kind of like it really is just sort of like fixated on these physics in a way where like you know we play a lot of these games and I I don't think that there's like a general game design here, like, right. Like you didn't start with like level one, you know, like go through like this hoop. Right. And then like, it's just like, it is just skydiving. (laughs) Like it's just air, you know, sailing. I guess I'll say this about like the, this seems like a great thing for them to be like, Oh, okay. We wanted to end this because we want to make like a true, like successor to it. It's like, mm-hmm. we realize like what we've done and we realize that we can't really like build something on top of it. It's like, yeah, this is, yeah. Like this is what it is. You know, if you want to play around and like have a good time in it, like that, it, you definitely can do that. But it's like, I, yeah, like first a little bit, I was like, yeah, I'm not expecting anything more out of this. And I, I kind of am like, yeah, this is, this feels like a good, whatever they were going for, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, I think um I mean maybe it's a good time to to get to final thoughts on it. Uh mm-hmm. Brian, you want to start us off? Is this a pass play? What are your final thoughts? I would say that honestly talking about it more, it kind of makes me want to like boot up the VR part of it and see if that changes things because like man, like not to just i dude i have been blown away by vr like i can't even, it's like i want to just do every vr thing that they have and like just see you should do it else. you should do it and then uh before we release the episode we can have a little uh <laughs> we can have you do a little yeah hey this is brian in his closet um, i just finished <laughs> playing the vr and it's cool uh, but i would say if you're doing it on your pc i would say like if you're just doing it with mouse and keyboard, I would say pass. But like, as a VR experience, I will play. Nice. Uh, what about you, Matt? Yeah, it's funny. It's like one of the first games I played on the show was that Crashlander game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this kind of gave it reminded me of that a bit. But even Crashlander had more of like a game 
built around it. Like this really felt like a game that was showing off physics. But I will say, if you're somebody who's like interested in creating a game where you're falling through the sky and you're interested in physics in general, or you're just, it's, it's, uh, I'd say it's, it's worth checking out. I mean, as a game though, if I'm being like, you know, honest, like I, it's a pass. Like if you're trying to spend your time, like playing something that's going to distract you from your life, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily something that there's not enough there. And, you know, there are a couple things that kind of made me sad in light of the circumstances, you know, like there was, there was a menu that was like really nicely designed and like they had mm-hmm. options, but like mm-hmm. you would go, you would hit, you'd hit like dead ends when you went to the menu, like the tutorial tells you to go to YouTube and you know, that's, it's kind of, it's just, it's a game that it's, it's almost, I, I'm surprised by what they focused on. They focused on a lot of like the package of the thing and the way it looks and the aesthetics, the music's cool, you know, yeah. and obviously they use some really cool sort of like procedurally jet. I don't actually, I don't, it must be designed. I mean, because you can select different levels, but um, there's just not enough of a game there. There's nothing really hooking you in. There's mm-hmm. some. There's a lot of promise, and I guess given what we know about it, uh, you know, we know that that promise won't be realized. So I guess all said, I'm a pass. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. Um, yeah, I I don't disagree with you. What I think is like that there is not enough of a game there because my experience of this was um i mean like for one thing i'm glad that my like beefy pc is up and running because whew, this was fucking pretty as mm-hmm. fuck if you want like i mean that game proteus like it's got you know that you like matt it, this is as much of a game as that is in some ways right um this is definitely like a post bath game so if you just want to like chill out this is like you know i'm gonna be alex Hanet here for a second and just be like this is like his <laughs> like jam 100 percent uh i think what's what's funny is that like you mentioned crash lander which if that game had just had not had any objectives to it i might have enjoyed it a little bit more because it would have just been like fly around and because i think this game didn't have any clunky kind of like try to land on this platform, you know, a lot of like things that would have made it like probably very difficult and frustrating. Um, I was able to just sort of enjoy it as this sort of like simulation of um, what's it called? Air, fly- air flying body sailing. It should be called air flying. That's <laughs> body <Yeah>. sailing, <laughs> um, which, and I think like the, this, the, the feeling of the, the feeling of that and of falling. And I just sort of clicked around and I did some of the like super big drops. And, you know, when I felt like I was like really like getting it and like riding some of these, like, you know, these winds or whatever, it felt very cool and very special. And so Mm -hmm. like very calming, the music you write is very, is very chill, very calming. I also, I really, really like, like, you fucking like catch a thing weird or you go a little too much and you fu- and you plummet and it goes from like, you know, wind in your ears, you know, calming music to just like dead silence when you hit the ground. Like there's no crunch. There's nothing. There's just sort of just like emptiness <laughs> like in a way where I'm like, I feel like these guys maybe like actually set like spent a long time like being, you know, like sitting around together. Um, and being like, no, 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 there's no crunch. You would never hear a crunch. You would be dead before you could even hear. I just, yeah, it's, it's, such, 
<laughs> you see which part of your like, you know, your sort of like your body or whatever would was like got affected the most. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh which I respect and enjoy. I for me, this game is a play. It is incomplete. It is not um you know, it's not fully realized. It's so, and it's sad that that's the case, but it, that doesn't make it not an enjoyable experience. We've played a lot of other games that are like incomplete and also uh, unfun to play. This one, if you start to get the hang of the the mm-hmm. the flight, um, I think you'll you know, I might return to this as a sort of like I'm stressed the fuck out. I just want to like chill out for a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Volo air sport so that's uh that's volo what are we talking about next man all right i say we go into uh let's go into drake drake by mm. uh i never noticed it. it's gawain gawain i think i it like the like the knight is that right oh gawain? yeah gawain? um yeah I, whatever anyway drake by gawain gawain this is a small platform game starring our little pixel hero, Drake. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it is. That's it, man. It's a small pixel game. You can like smack yeah. people with swords. You can jump. You can double jump. You can shoot you fireballs. Can shoot you fireballs. Can sh- you can hit fireballs back. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can hit fireballs yeah. back. And uh, you save you save things like villagers and uh, chicks, I think. Yeah. Uh, you set some chicks on fire. <laughs> Yeah. or something and that brings him back to life i forget i don't know exactly what'd you uh what'd you think being carry it's i mean these kinds of things like tiny little like platformy games i'm like you know what i they i kind of they have a kind of a soft spot in my heart so okay. i'm like you know this sort of stuff i'm like like i um have you guys both played celeste yeah 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 we played it yeah. uh uh, for the pod, a couple, a couple. Oh, really? Like a wow. month or two ago, yeah. What a treat! How come I didn't get on that fucking? Okay. You know um, what's funny is uh, Brian Rodriguez McGovern was on it, and he was not uh, a fan. Not a? F- are you kidding? I know we should have yeah, had. We should have had you. That's out of control to me. Because like with these like platform, like to me like platform games like this are like it's been done thousands and thousands and thousands of times, mm-hmm. and so it's like why did Mario pop as opposed to like any of the other like a thousand you know the seven up sprite man game like what, we talked about the hit? seven up sprite man game on that yeah episode. right it's because oh there's so many of these Wait, are like... you saying you don't listen to every episode of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Dude, i'm just a true gamer i'm just so connected to you guys <laughs> <laughs> but this was like it was fun up until i think like i was having a nice time up until i like died and had to like start a level over or something and then i was like yeah okay i'm good um i kind of went as long as i could until i was like okay well this is i'm kind of done here yeah yeah i played i beat the first level and got into that second level and was like okay i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty good this is you know we played a game i think in there's it's what's funny is like uh in the past, I might have been might have given it. I don't know. I'm I was I'm just gonna say that I might have given it a little bit more leeway or something like that. But um, there's just it is a little bit too clunky. Like the physics are just a little bit too mm-hmm. like um, unforgiving. You know, like you double jump and you hit your head on something and you immediately fall back down and you want yeah. like a little bit more give or like something like that. And um, yeah, there was a part in the first 
one where there were like little cannons or something and you had to like jump up to get out. And I was just like, I kept hitting my head and just being like, then mm-hmm. I'm all right. What'd you think, Matt? Yeah. You, this game reminded me of like Game Boy platformers where the sprite mm-hmm. is just way too big for the rest of the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true, like, yeah. It's, yeah. you don't have a lot of room to jump. There's no room for air because you're, you are hitting your head constantly. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of, I mean, any, like Brian said, I have a soft spot for this kind of thing. It's like clearly this is a handmade thing that where someone thought about, you know, it's different it's different components and the music is like is is charming and Oh, like, I like it, the music. It's that yeah. like mall. The music was really like, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it just it feels it's tough because it, I don't know, there's a lot that's realized in this game. There's like there's yeah. the map, there's like all of like the colors too. It's like mm-hmm. very minimal and colors are cool. Uh, but it's also just there's a there's some choices in it that are questionable. And um yeah, you know, it's it this game feels to me like um like an experiment that a uh you know an emerging game designer kind of makes and throws out into the world. So I don't want to yeah. say that it's bad. It feels like something there's there's something cohesive about its its design, but I wouldn't go out of my way to play it. So yeah, like, yeah I yeah. so I, maybe we should get into the like I yeah I kind of I don't really have a ton more to say about it. I, 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 it's yeah, like for it. me, yeah, it's like I I recently just started playing Cave Story. Have you guys heard? Do you guys are you familiar with this? I this love like, Cave Story. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like yeah. this kind of like 2004. I had to like look it up because I was like, why is this game significant? Because I just random i it was like an epics game store like free game once and so i was like well let me just like pop this open and just see what it's all about yeah and it is the kind of thing of like for like a 2004 game you're like wow okay i see why this popped and i see like why this was kind of a successor not gameplay wise but maybe tone wise to like a lot of like undertale and some of these you know like kind of very like big characters and things like that but for this it's like <sighs> The game, it's like these games, it's like they really live and die on gameplay. And it's like on the spectrum of like where this at least makes me like encouraged to like see whatever they make next. Cause it's like it's tough to make this whole thing and make a mood and like do something like this. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, the next thing you make, I think, will be even cooler. Yeah, no, I think I think that you're I think you're right. I think let's let's get to let's get to final thoughts on on this one um Mm -hmm. and i'll i'll go first i think um well i do i do like the like when you're you can fight in the air and you slowly fall down as you're like hitting the attack button i was like okay that's kind of that's kind of cool but it's a um yeah i think for for a platformer if i'm if i'm gonna want to continue playing it it's got to have a little bit more polish around the the controls around the jump a little uh, like around the attacks and stuff like that you know i i remember giving we had i think matt glanville on and who made um switch and shoot which is one of my favorite games that we played last year um and we played a game and i was like i i had given it a little bit more of a I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a little clunky or whatever. And he was just sort of like, no, you know, like if you're if you're in if you take game design seriously, like you are you should be invested in these kind of detailing aspects. Right. Like you should be invested Mm -hmm. in making sure, you know, and maybe you're maybe you're not. Maybe it's your first time and you're kind of putting it out in the world and that's rad. Um, 
but it doesn't necessarily mean that that it's a fun experience. So like, you know, like really, really fine tuning some of the um, the actual action mechanics of your character is really is really important. Um, you know, like I didn't like that, like in midair, I couldn't turn around while I was attacking. Yeah, I thought that, that, was, that was really frustrating. So I think yeah. there's like there are these little these there are these elements that, you know, turn it into a game that I want to play for, you know, 20 minutes as opposed to like three mm. hours. Right. Um, so for Shout out to play testing, man, play testing. <laughs> it's true. Uh, truly. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Un- unfortunately, I think that um, that Drake is going to be a pass for me. What about you being Cardi? It's I mean, I think if you go in with the proper expectation, like seeing what this was and like seeing like the landing page for it and everything, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to play this for like 20 minutes and then be like, <laughs> yeah, this is good. So it's like, <laughs> If you, you know, if you're just kind of like, I don't know, bored like I was one day and we're like, oh, I'm going to pull up Cave Story. And it's like, this is kind of like a solid thing to be like, oh, I'm going to pull up Drake and just be like, oh, I'll just dink around on here for a couple minutes. But yeah, like, man, it would have been nice to have like a glide like (laughs) where you jump and you can glide or something. It's like, Mm -hmm. you're a dragon. I don't know why you can't glide. (laughs) Now I'm peeking. Okay. It's almost as though there needs to be a Drake mod for Volo. Oh, there you go. oh I mean, That'd I don't know. Sick. That'd be cool. <laughs> if, um, they, if you were a dragon that had to, and you could breathe fire, wow. That would be, do do I don't guys? know. We got we to gotta get them on the phone. We got to get them on the horn. <laughs> Uh, is that a pa- is that a pass or a play being cut? Like we that was a very contextual. Yeah, I would say I would say with yeah, come very, on, pick one, pick with one. Very proper expectations, I would say play. There you go, love it. What about you, Matt? Um, yeah, you know, I this conversation has been great because now I'm thinking about like you know you make a game, you kind of want to the the goal is to make a game. You're trying yeah. to make something that uh, is complete. And someone can start and someone can finish. And this sort of has the opposite problem as Volo, wherein Volo was so focused on the primary mechanic that they lost maybe vision for what the game itself entailed, like the structure of the thing. Whereas this game like didn't spend enough time on that like primary mechanic to make it interesting enough to get through its established structure. So like I, I mean, I, I think I'm a pass on this game. I mean, I don't think, I think it's an interesting, um, it's cool to see someone's project and someone's process. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just too, it's too clunky. I don't know. It's, I, I, it's not, it doesn't have the, the feel of a game like this or a game like Cave Story or a game like Celeste where you just, you could just open that game up and even if you're not progressing, you're having fun. And like, I, I don't necessarily want the only thing in a platformer that keeps me going is like a hope for about what's next. I want to feel like my, I want to feel challenged and I want to feel like I'm getting better at it. And this, I did not feel like I was necessarily yeah. getting better at it. You know, it just, it, it's, it felt like I, yeah, exactly as, as you were saying, I wanted them to more, spend more time, which is the core platform and mechanics. Um, but I appreciate the aesthetics. I appreciate the music and I get, yeah, can't wait to see what dark Griffin or Gawain, Gawain, does next. Hell yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe Mago did not like Celeste. That's crazy to me. But yeah, I mean, like, I think he came around. 
on it. I think at some point he was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but he was kind of convinced, but it was so when I was a- editing that episode, I was like, I cannot believe I wasn't involved in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I um, never like reach out to people to be like, Hey, you know, but like the, the woman that made the soundtrack for that, I was like, I, when I still had Instagram, I'd like send her a message. Just like, I know you probably won't respond to this, but like incredible, absolutely incredible <laughs> job it's that game is yeah that game was super fun that game i'm glad that we had like a nice little chunk of time to play it so it was like if i had just only had like the week that we normally do to like play it it would have been such a bummer because i was able to finish it and was like it's a thick you gotta finish it's like it's fun but you know like sort of towards you know what our conversation today like maddie uh thorson like the first game was it was towerful and like that whole game oh. was a very simple, mm. like just like Smash Brothers, like simplified, stripped down Smash Brothers that felt unbelievable. Yeah. And so that, you know, that was like the first experiment in like making 2D feel good. And then mm-hmm. that got extrapolated and, and made more complex and put into a bigger structure that, you know, physics like that rightfully deserved. So, yeah, That's that game, is, that game rocks. Patty rocks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's do the last game, Matt. What is it? The last game. And I'm going to get it right this time. Is Ballbuster 2.0 by Joseph Quested? Ballbuster 2.0 is a fast-paced arcade game that is way more fun and interesting than that trademarked arcade game that it reminds you of. A very, very uh, confident game description. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That trademarked game is uh, Breakaway. Breakaway, which which ass. I yeah. I looked up on Wikipedia, and did you know? Steve Wozniak developed that. Oh my god, that's sick. Is, that's kind of crazy. Is that that seemed insane to me. That's like one of those things where you're like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> like what the hell?" That's wild. And then that dude went on and became like one of the richest people ever. Um, uh, yeah, Waz. Ballbuster. That you got. Um, yeah, it's like Breakaway. It's like Arkanoid, which I was a game that I had as a kid. Arkanoid. 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 Was that on Game Boy? Dude, so I had it for like the like like shitty, shitty early 90s PC that we had. Um, mm, and that okay. game I played, I probably played that. That's like one of my first true loves as far as like games goes. It's, you know, it's like Breakaway. You got a little platform thing down there and the ball bounces around. And it was just like a fully realized this was so. OK, so sorry, we're not talking about um, ball buster because we're talking about the genre of game. That well, it I is. mean, you, it's hard not to talk about ball buster without talking about like, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I forgot this. Dude. The game was called Breakout just to not break away. Oh, my bad. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I just I just I just looked it up. Breakout. The um, yeah, you know, it's. This game obviously is like a mod almost or like a, a, attempts to be sort of a spiritual successor to the breakout genre. And like yeah. I know breakout games are actually I think in like a lot of like programming schools are one of the first type of games you learn how to make because that they're makes sense. relatively simple and like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. learn about physics and um, all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brian, what did you think of this one? It was just like... <sighs> I, I was it was just so like after the second playthrough, I was like, okay, I'm just kind of annoyed at this point. Cause it's like <laughs> the the physics are pretty 
I like, you know, I don't want to be mean or anything, but it's just like the physics were not intuitive. And so yeah. it wasn't like you could ever, it's not like you could really like direct the way that the ball goes. And then, the, you know, you kind of could, but it's like to get it back on track, I was like, this doesn't feel. Well, there's, good. do you know about the up button? The up button? No. What was the up button? That was what this, I mean, this. That's why it's called Ball Buster, baby. Dude, it busts the ball and you get to restart with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think space. Oh, yeah. So, like, the ball would, like, disintegrate and then you could, like, shoot it back up again. Right. Oh, so yeah, you're, yeah, you're a space yeah, Okay, so I did that. Huh? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. a space bar guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. I see. <laughs> but the, I felt so that, cool that I knew that and you did it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like once you figure that out, you're like, ooh, cool. This still costs a life. I'm like, why does this cost a life? Would it cost a life? Yes. Every oh. time you do it, it costs a life, and so you're like, well... No, is- no yes. way. I was doing that shit all the time. Yeah, I definitely didn't see it costing me a life, personally. Mm. I thought it did cost you a life. No, no, you I could do that. I actually don't even know how nausea. the lives worked. They were on the good. side. I don't know. The explosion things... <laughs> The exploding ones really fucked you up real bad. You had to Impossible. Make sure you got really yeah. <laughs> they fall so fast. There's no way. It's uh, yeah. yeah. This, to me, felt like a game... Um, where I, I like, I really, I was like, oh, interesting. I was really excited when I saw the screenshots for this game. If it like was twice as fast and the randomization yeah. was just a little bit better. Like mm-hmm. if, if, because it felt like the randomization was all over the place. It never, I never reached a point where I was like, had a cool moment or a cool pattern or like where something, yeah. there were no, like I, I was imagining like chains of things being ex- of exploding and like there, it, that happened like a couple times, but it never felt special. You know, there was mm-hmm. never like the screen didn't do anything. They're like, even the colors didn't really change. Yeah, it just felt like um, a good idea, like kind of, uh, I don't know, sloppily realized or something. Well, I th- yeah, it was, uh, it's so funny, right? Because it's like these things are like descending, which is kind of, which is in- an interesting, you know, like that's an interesting decision to make in the like ball buster <laughs> or in the breakout world, world. like had these things yeah. kind of falling down but it is difficult this game is too fucking hard, too hard. Yeah. Too hard. i spent i was like i kind of diddled around with it uh the other night and was like uh frustrated by it and then like at work today i had very little to do so i like i played a lot of this game i got i got like up to like 230 points or something like that like i spent i spent some time i see that's the thing is like i have that problem right where i'm just sort of like i just need to occupy my i don't know it's probably add right like i'm just sort of i have this game and i'm just like gonna sit here and play this because you know there's nothing else to kind of do um and so like every once in a while, I, I felt like I was getting the hang of it. And then there was a point where I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm probably as good as I'm ever going to get mm-hmm. at this game. And like a game like this, like, I don't know when I was when I was <laughs> when I saw my parents for Christmas or whatever. My dad was playing one of those games where you like, you know, launch the balls and it goes and it like hits all the things or whatever and just like gives you a million points and like flashy lights and all that. You Pagel. know, like what's that? Pagel, right? I love Pagel. Pagel. Oh, no, 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 not Pagel, but I know Pagel and I like Pagel. But like, you know, like a game like this 
just give me some more flashing light. Like, it's like, why, you know, like, it doesn't have to be this hard. Like, you're not doing mm-hmm. me or you any favors by making this game this hard. Yeah. Give me more flashing lights. Give me balls that, like, will launch through and just, like, clear this place out. It felt like a, it felt Sisyphusian. It was just sort of like, yeah. at some point, it was just going to be overwhelming. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, remember those ones that like the orange ones drop like big lava chunks down on you, man. Yeah. Well, I started figuring out how like to actually control the ball because it didn't, doesn't, it's not like breakout. No, it's know, not where, like, like Arkanoid where it, when it lands, it was the momentum of the platform that, that directed it. It's mm. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking hard. And like, I was like, oh, now that I, there's more to do, right? You need more control, but instead you have less control and more to do. So, <laughs> yeah, you get put in like situations where there were sometimes where like the ball would basically moving almost horizontally. And I'm yeah. like, well, this is good because it's going to hit all the platforms, but then it's going to be bad because everything some is platforms down. are going to get through. And so, well, I guess I'll I guess I'll bust it. And I would bust. A lot of the ball would bust. I yeah. wouldn't bust. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Final thoughts time. Let's uh, do it, Brian. Give us give us your final thoughts on Ball Busters two point. If you do, if anybody here is actually going to play it, which I can't imagine they will. Maybe they will. I think you could do it right now. Like you could straight up load it up. Like I don't think yeah. you need it in I any played bundles. it in browser. Yeah, I yeah. played it in the browser. Um you can actually if you don't launch your ball off of the plat of your, your paddle, you can stack things on top of it. <laughs> which doesn't do anything for you. It just then you can't break them. Because then as soon as you launch your ball into it, it just like bounces like <laughs> and then your ball just dies. So it's like that's not not really a a cheat or a pro tip. It's just more so like, uh, uh, you know, if you kind of got bored and curious like I did, that's, you know, that's something you could do. <laughs> is this a pass or a play? Brian? This is a big, this is a big time pass. <laughs> got it. Matt, how about you? Pass or play? Um, you know, I feel like there is, there are, there's like a, a recipe for a game here. I really do. I think that, I don't know, you could wrap around like you're throwing something and, the ability to bust the ball, what it's named after, is something. Like I think there's something mm-hmm. to that, but just like you, that mechanic cannot be the only thing that this game has. Or if you, you have to build a game around that. And yeah. I say throw that thing in, in Volo Airsport. Maybe let me bust the <laughs> ball while I'm <laughs> while I'm flying. Exactly, while I'm body flying. <laughs> Volo Airsport. What it needs to. Come back is just a ball buster mod. We got to get a ball buster mod on this thing. We got to get these developers together. Yeah, but anyway, I just um, no, I'm a pass. I mean, it's it's a. I do think that the developer of this game has a good sense of humor, and I mm-hmm. hope that they continue making games because there are aspects of this design that does remind me of Switch and Shoot. You know, where it's kind of like, you know, like there's a, it's a, a subversion almost or like a parody of the genre, uh, but it just doesn't quite get there. It just feels a little half baked. So yeah, pass. Yeah, well, it's interesting that you brought up Switch and Shoot because I think Switch and Shoot has become this sort of mascot game for the podcast as a like, you know, a very good version of a game we've played a million times. Brian, have you played Switch and Shoot? No, I think I have to now. It's it's so loaded up. It's delightful. It's like, you know, um, 
and I think that anyone trying to design and like an Atari like game or a game that was kind of perfected in, in the Atari age should should play switch and shoot because it's like it kind of answers the question like why this right and you know like obviously like you know i think matt is a very talented um game designer right so not everybody is you know has the experience of the years or you know it's just there are some things that just take time and you know craft in order to do um but i think that this game you know there's like fun ideas in here but it's it's really not I don't know. You're you're like playing in my in my ballpark. I played Arkanoid like a fucking like for years as a you know, six year old. You gotta you gotta be you gotta be at least that good. And this game uh, wasn't quite there, um, even though I played a lot of it today. But yeah, I think Ballbuster is, un- is unfortunately a pass. If you like trap music, though, there's lots of trap music. Oh my yeah. god! I was like, what is the soundtrack? <laughs> oh my god i was like this is it it, did they actually just want to make this music like (laughs) i i read the comments it's all the lots of people in the comments very interested in the music and want to know where to download it and all created by the the developers so props for that props yeah that's like john carpenter (laughs) all right brian b and cardi thank you Mm -hmm. for doing the pod is there any anything you'd like to plug any way people can find you what's up what's going on it's kind of wild after having like now like not being on instagram it's sort of just like what do i plug now (laughs) what do i do i guess like you can like i am i think i'm finally gonna my my sketch team is starting back up i might be posting more videos on my youtube page and so you can go on there and if you want to i am i'm making a game did i have i told either of you guys this oh yeah i'm making a card game so if you want to um like a digital one or like a physical right now it's physical i would like to make it digital at some point cool um right now it's like i really want to like make the the physical in-person version and get that kind of like pretty down and then maybe import it to like tabletop simulator or do yeah. like a you know some kind of digital version. That's, but that's rad. Yeah. And so if you have if you play card games with your friends, email me. I don't know if I should I, should I email me? Should I give out my personal cell phone number? Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Give out, give out whatever. <laughs> Nobody listens to this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, if anybody is listening, um, yeah, I maybe I don't know, maybe put my email or something. I don't know. So um, you can say, say your email, yeah, yeah. My email is just Brian B R I A N B, as in boy thirty three <laughs> at gmail dot com. If you like playing card games with your friends and you like concerts, you like music, uh, send me a message, and then once it's done, I'll just I'll send you a copy, and then if you could play test it for me, that'd be great. Send me one, please. Oh, I would love. To. I definitely. I'll, will. I'll send you an email. Yeah, I'll put okay. the I'll put the email in the show description as well. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds awesome, though. I can't wait to. I want to play this game. You want to come over I'll sometime? Yeah, I would, dude. Absolutely. Let's get Ray Gordon over here, and we'll put me head to head against him. Uh-oh. I was just playing. I just played. I think Alex just played it for the first time on Saturday. Right. Um, this is great. Yeah, this is great content. 
Awesome. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're Fuck, good. this is good content. <laughs> thank you, Brian. Thanks for doing the show. Of yeah, course. thank you so much. This was this was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. That was a great episode of podcasting, folks. Oh boy, Alex, you know what? I think you and I are getting really good at this. You know what? In this instance, I think you're getting very good at this. Oh, shut up. I wholeheartedly agree. Um <laughs> Next week, we are joined by Holly and Diala of Echo Dog Games, uh, the creators, uh, well, the the lead artist and the designer of uh, Signs of the Sojourner, a game actually we played in the first episode of Bundle Buddies with Brian mm-hmm. B. and Cardi. So things are going right. full freaking circle with this one. Woo! Ooh, whoa, uh, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great convo. I um, was a pass on Signs of the Sojourner. And it's a game that I've thought about more than a lot of other games. So uh, it's it's nice to have them on and uh, and support their game and talk about their process and uh, play some bundle games. Yeah, it was re- it's, it's always a real uh, joy when we have designers on whose games we've played and like get some actual insight into games outside of just like, well, I don't know the point. You know what I mean? Like us yeah, being, yeah. or our like dirtbag comedy friends were like, I didn't like it when the bird did the thing. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then someone out there be like, well, you know, the bird was an interesting technical aspect, but I feel like it took, you know what I mean? Like yeah. actual <laughs> thoughtful, professional <laughs> criticism. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great one. It's a good it's one. A- it's fun. Uh, we played some games there. Marchland uh, from the Palestinian Aid uh, bundle by Glitchers. Future Grind from the Racial Justice and Equality bundle by Milkbag Games. And Demon Truck from the Palestinian Aid bundle as well by Trigger Mountain. Um, so uh, stop on by uh, then. In the meantime, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there. And track us on the web at Bundle underscore Buddies on Twitter or at www.bundlebuddiespodcast.com. CC. Eric Roth, webmaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just type that into your thing, and yeah, that'll, that'll get yeah, it. That'll, that'll get, get to me. It'll, it'll get there eventually. It'll make it. It'll make its way to me. Alex, I love you. I love you too. Bundle Buddies is produced by Matthew Haddock. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email bundlebuddiespodcast at gmail.com to say hi. Hello.